Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. (laughs) I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings, and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs, and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive so really really recommend it love it and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening Fiona because I love their collection so if you use the code lovebites20 it's applicable on full price items only this can be used online and in store so there's two stores in Dubai one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach they also ship globally if you're buying from outside of Dubai then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture which is brilliant news thank you so much El Couture The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Write in and let us know your thoughts on Love Actually. There's so much that we need to dissect. And I can watch that film 10 million friggin' times and never get bored. Send us a DM on Instagram, lovebitespodcast underscore. Can you say, wait, 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 wait. Can you stop? Can you just stop one second? Sorry. Sorry, can you just say film again? Yeah. Can you just say film, the word film? Film. (laughs) I love it so much. Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Brought to you by our favourite sponsor, The Golden Hour. We'll tell you a bit more about that later. Laura, do you have an interesting sex fact? Because I don't once again. Actually. I do. Oh, I also have one. Shall I tell you mine? Hit me up. Of course. Okay. So I okay, this actually do you know what? This isn't even a this isn't even a fact. This is just a fact about me. So the other day, yesterday, right? I don't know if this happens like, okay, so my period is due on the 6th of Uh December. So in the next like week or so, right? And we always talk about how incredibly horny you can get. And then yesterday, I wasn't even horny, right? I was just sitting on the sofa. I was watching like Harry Potter or something. And I think I thought about sex, having sex with someone once. And then I went to go and have a shower, like no joke, like however long ago it was, like literally like two hours later. And I was so like wet. Oh, nice. And I don't like, I was, but like, as it's as if I was turned on, but I wasn't actually turned on. I wasn't even like thinking about it. I just like, I just was, and I was like, whoa, I was like, where's this coming from? Do you think that's like something to okay. do with my like cycle? Well, if you're ovulating, that's when you produce highly viscous discharge. Are you sure it just wasn't a discharge episode? Oh, maybe. Because <laughs> when you're ovulating, that <laughs> I is- I was super horny. <laughs> Potentially you were, but the clearest bodily sign of one ovulating is when there's that, um, like an egg white consistency, and that is the biggest indicator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Highly fertile. Okay, yeah, it was like an egg white. So that should be a warning sign. Yeah, that should be a sign for you to be exceedingly careful with your 
natural family planning. Well, mate, there's absolutely no drama. There's no problem about that. I ain't having sex with anyone at the moment. Well, I have an interesting sex fact. Tell me, tell me. When you first start having sex and fall in love with somebody, Hmm. it produces the same neurological (coughs) effect as when you snort cocaine. (gasps) Highly addictive, highly euphoric, all those things. And I was just watching Love Actually last night. Like, it is the season to start watching Love Actually. And... You know the scene between like Hugh Grant when he is the Prime Minister and Marty McCutcheon, what a throwback. That like attraction between them two, it is so euphoric and so special and so magical. Like those early days of falling in love are just fucking phenomenal. And part of me did think You're gonna make me cry. I wanna fall in love. Oh fuck. I know, but part, okay, but this is the this is the brilliant bit, Fiona. I was sitting with my friend who's single, and I was like, "This is going to happen for you. Like, you're going to fall in love, and it's going to be so fucking good. Like those amazing early days of romance and love and lust and falling." And all I was sitting there doing was thinking about my boyfriend fucking pisses me off so much because I feel like I'm a big super nag at the minute. And am I going to have that feeling again of being head over heels in love? Probably not. But Fiona, you are. You're going to have that feeling again. You can have it several times. Like, that's fucking awesome. I do love that feeling. That is the best. Do you know what the best bit is? Like, I remember the best, the best time I ever had was... I was out for dinner with my ex-boyfriend, Alex, who you met. I fucking say his name, whatever. It just, he doesn't have any qualities that I can just... He, he was a night. He was great. So uh, we went out for dinner to this place called Shanghai Me, uh, which is in DIFC, for those of you that don't know Dubai. It's like in the financial district. It's basically a really nice restaurant. It's a bit like... Um, awesome like restaurant, by it's the way. It's really good. Shout out to our friend Christina from CM Clubs, who does the PR. Little plug for Shanghai Me. Um, oh, we love Christina. She's great. Um, and we actually, Christina booked us in. So Christina booked the table for us. And then we had like the, you know, when like, we were, we were probably like three months into our relationship. We were like, um, we were like riding the high wave of just like, you know, being like so into each other. And that was the first night that mm-hmm. we said, I love you. And I remember, cause I'd said it drunk to him the week before and he was like, do you remember what you said? And I was like, no, what did I say? I fucking knew because my friend's husband caught me doing it and was like, you will regret that in the morning. And then Alex was like, you know, the love thing. And I was like, oh, well, I do love you. And he was like, oh, I love you too. And I remember just feeling like my heart grew about 20 times. And then we just had the best night ever. Oh. Honestly, such a good feeling. Such, such a, a good feeling. feeling. Please tell us your thoughts on the matter. Like, we love to hear from you. Oh, my God. Write in and let us know your thoughts on Love Actually. There's so much that we need to dissect. And I can watch that film 10 million friggin' times and never get bored. Send us a DM on Instagram, lovebitespodcast underscore. Can you say, wait, 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 wait. wait. Can you stop? Can you just stop one second? Sorry. Sorry. Can you just say film again? Yeah. Can you just say film? The word film. 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 (laughs) Irish people say Irish people say film in the best way. Film. Film. What do you say? I say film. Film. My mother. 
<laughs> my mum says flim. <laughs> I don't know why. Flim. She That's not what you said. Flim. Anyways. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. I just made me, it just really um, made me laugh. It's sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend told me he loved me after I think maybe two or three months and I remember we'd been up at our friend's house and I think at that stage the love was just hanging out of us and you know mm. it's on the tip of your tongue and you're gonna yeah. say it at any like at any point and I knew that he wanted to say to me for like quite some time but I was quite aloof at that at the early stages because I didn't call him my boyfriend I really wanted to make the decision to stay back at home in Ireland purely based on my own reasons as opposed to me being in a relationship so I know he really held back and he was very restrained but when he said it that night, it was just that most amazing feeling mm. of like, oh my God, we just said I love you. And I don't think it matters how long you've been with somebody or how old you are. Like those early days are just truly glorious. And for anybody that's listening, that is in a bit of a funk about being single, that you know, really wants to meet somebody, just take great joy in knowing that you're going to have that feeling again, that amazing feeling of just flying high on the wings of love that, you know, myself and other people that are in long-term relationships probably aren't going to have again. So Fiona, this is a positive part of being single, the anticipation mm. of that wonderment. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have, way, sister. I have to say of late... Not that I'm going to go into it too much, but I'm actually really, really enjoying being single at the moment. Brilliant. And I don't know whether that's just because I've got mm -hmm. so much going on, but at the same time, I feel like, do you know what? I, I just, I, I am enjoying it. And I think that what's funny is that because I've been single before in Dubai and I, I mean, how long have I been in Dubai for? Like a couple of months now, almost mm -hmm. three months. Like, maybe I've just not got bored of it yet. But at the same time, I feel like before when I've been single in Dubai, I felt really, like, I felt shit about it. And I don't know whether that's because in between I was going through a really hard time or with my ex or anyway, whatever it was. But this time round, I feel so, like, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying being single. And it's not about me going on dates or whatever. I'm actually enjoying being single, not going mm -hmm. on dates. Because I've not been on a date you're for filling, a long time. You're, you're filling your own cup up to, like... yeah to recount and to recite the legend Lisa like you're filling your own cup up you're doing exactly what you want to do for you and Lisa's event recently the one I was telling you about remember that amazing girl who attended our Love Bites Live um Tash the gym guru yeah I love her that cute little <coughs> Irish firecracker so she stood up and by the way she speaks with such eloquence and and articulation and conviction I was in such awe of her because I stood up at that event and basically had a fucking panic attack and couldn't even get my words out but that's another story and she talked about um coming out of a really toxic relationship 
and obviously recognizing all those things and you know Lisa helped her with that but she's really stepped into her own power reclaimed her own power and now she is so exceptionally happy and loving life single and you know when people say it and they really mean it like Mm. she's not saying it to like tick something off the self-care manual like oh my god yeah I'm so happy with myself and love being single she actually is loving life on her terms and that to me is like the best thing ever I also know that I've been the happiest in my life the most content the most at ease with who I am single and I've also been the most miserable and unhappy and alone in a relationship and sad in a relationship so I love to hear you say that Fiona and and I'm being you're at a stage in your life when there's such abundance exactly you've such abundance in everything that you're doing that abundance should apply to your love life. And as we know, the love can also be attributed to the love that you feel for yourself and the love that you feel on a more casual basis with somebody. You know, I think it's mm. awesome. And I absolutely love I to just, hear you say that. I think also there's a there's a, there's a a part of me that, oh, I've totally lost my train of thought. Was I trying to say this? I remember my friend just messaged me. But like, I think that it's one, yes, being very content in my, in my life. And I also think that when, when you are single, as well there's a huge part in just seizing the day you've got to seize the day and I think that so many people are like like I'm not going to go into this story because me and Laura talked about it before we got onto the podcast not to leave anyone on a cliffhanger but there is there's quite a lot going on with the crowd pleaser but I'm not going to talk about it because I feel like I need I need it almost needs its entire episode to itself and we've got something else that we want to talk about today. So once the kind of the the story develops or whatever's going to happen with him, I just don't want to talk about it right now. But my point is that also when you're single, you have to, it's not about putting yourself out there and, you know, that's scary, but it's also take, seizing opportunities as well. Like if an opportunity presents itself, just fucking go for it. Like this guy on Hinge, basically, fucking hot, sexy motherfucker, single fox. Actually, do you know what, Laura? I'm going to send you a photo because he is Please sexy AF. He's Austrian. He's only Ooh. in... He's only Love in, a bit of Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, a bit of Bratwurst. I know that's German. Um, Whatever. Hang on. Oh, you, you know what I've realised and our amazing producer points this out. When you send me images or we're talking, I actually don't describe what I'm saying. Okay, describe it. Really describe what you're seeing. What I'm instantly struck by is he looks like he should be in a catalogue, like in the K's catalogue. He's got lovely hairy arms. and Oh, I love a hairy arm. What is that? A hairy arm and he's looking whimsically into the future. Uh Uh-huh. Dark hair with a hint of grey, a little bit of the touch of silver fox, lots of stubble and a very defined jawline. I'm going to send you more photos. He's so sexy. Anyway. I love his hairy chest and he's got a great body as well. Hurry chest. He's pushing the hair back of his face quite a lot. Are these professional modeling shots? I don't think so. He's so fit. And, and also he's got a great suit. He, he's very dapper. He's very dapper. Let's proceed. I think, Tell me he's, the I this think boy. he's a shit broker. Let me hang on. Let me look. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I have a friend that does that job. That's super. I don't know. It doesn't say anymore. Anyway, my point about him is that he's only in town for a week. But I'm seizing the fucking day and going to go see going to go and do something with him. We've got a date booked in. Because you know what? Like, yes, okay, whatever. He's only in town for a week. But whatever, like, I feel like also a lot of the time when you're single, you set so much store in trying to find a boyfriend that you actually stop enjoying yourself. Like, I I sometimes do it. Like, you know, if I see someone that, um, you know, he obviously just wants a casual fling, but also what a fun, it will be a fun date. And I also have realized for me, and I've learned this over the past couple of weeks, if I meet someone and there's too much pressure on it, me trying to make something of it, it blows up in my face. Whereas if I go in with something very yeah. like, um, like very relaxed, I don't like, I, I might, it might not go somewhere. It might, it might, it might not go somewhere. And I don't really have put pressure on myself. I feel like sometimes one, I show up more as myself and two, it just is it's less pressure. So we're going to go on a date. And he actually, he said something funny to me. He was like, well, we can go for like dinner and drinks. Then we can come back to my hotel room, have an awesome night. And then in the morning, a lot of room service and we can watch Harry Potter. And I was like, you had me at Harry Potter. What a dream. I know. Good for you, Fiona. And you know what? I think he is so sexy and he looks like he'd be good crack and charismatic. I love his little chest wig. Like you can just hop on top, grab onto that. Yeah, he's so so sexy. And it's also like... What's wrong with going and ha- this is also another thing. I feel like we're so serious when we're dating. What is wrong with having a holiday fling with a sexy man with a nice watch and hairy arms? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Fucking yeah. do it. Embrace it as well. Embrace also being a woman and getting your kicks too. I haven't had sex in ages, so I'm a bit like, yeah, down for that. Embrace being a woman and getting your hole for the fun of it. For the Not fun of it. your hole because you want to find a husband or mm. get pregnant or snag a man. Celebrate being a woman and just getting your hole for the crack. Can we just put that on some sort of fucking merch right now? Yeah, let's let's get let's get let's put a meme up or something because I feel like yeah, be a fucking woman and get your hole because men do it all the time. <laughs> I li- I you know <laughs> men put on their dating profiles. I want something. Ca- I want something. I'm looking for something casual or whatever. I I don't I don't know one girl that would put that on there because they wouldn't be they wouldn't want to come across like they were a slag, but actually. There's nothing wrong with wanting something casual. There are also like, I'm not saying I want something casual with everyone. Certain people I want something casual with. Certain people I don't. Does not, doesn't mm-hmm. make me, you know. Absolutely. Right. I'm li- On this go, note. Fiona, I'm sorry about the, the constant mention of getting your hole, by the way. And if any of our listeners do not know what getting your hole means, because it's a very crass, uncouth, <laughs> Northern Irish way of saying love having sex. <laughs> And honestly, I would never say it in normal real life, but it seems like on this podcast, I completely debase myself as a human human being. I went to a freaking all-girls Catholic school, for Christ's sake, and here I am talking about getting your hole. So yes, if you're not from Northern Ireland, getting your hole means having... Filling your hole. Yes. Anyway, just wanted, to clar- just wanted to clarify that. Yes, tell me, uh, tell me what, what are we moving on to? Well, it's a very, it's, a, it's actually about filling your hole. <laughs> Getting your hole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> while, while we're on the topic. So actually, it's. I'm. So, thank you so much to this listener that sent in this. Um, sent in this message to us. It's. It's not really a letter. It's a message because Laura once said on the podcast episode in our season one of how to have 
um, how to get better in bed. Laura said, at the age of 36, she's still unsure about how to go on top. I think then we didn't go into yeah. it because we like got so distracted about how much we hate doggy that we didn't actually talk about technique. So I we had a um, message from someone a while ago. So thank you so much to this listener, but we haven't had a chance to put it into an episode. But we decided since last week was a little heavy, we're going to talk about this this week. Shout out to our sponsor of the day, The Golden Hour, my absolute favorite place for buying bikinis, dresses, accessories. There is an awesome pink bikini, which I would definitely have to lose about a million pounds to look good in. Actually, do you know what? No, fuck that. I think I look great in it. It's like a pink bikini and it's got like an embellished top and this strap bit with like stars and shells. It's so cute. Yes, I love that. So basically there's like an additional strap and it goes mm. under the bikini, wraps around your torso. And that is so friggin' gorgeous. And for the girls in Dubai, that will look awesome with the weather at the minute. And if you're not in Dubai, and if you're freezing your balls off in the UK, Ireland or Europe, this is the bikini that you need to buy in the hope that we will travel again and we will see the sun again. That bikini is absolutely glorious. I love it. It's like a, a unicorn mermaid bikini. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Beautiful. Do you know what? I'm going to have to go and buy it. And... We have a 20% discount code, LOVEBITES20. I will link it in our show notes. So they do ship worldwide, which is brilliant. So there are obviously a few items that you definitely can get. You love this Muse Coord set, don't you? That's what I was going to say. There's a set that when I come to Dubai and I see the sun again and I've, you know, toned up a little bit, I'm going to buy this set. It's called Muse and it's a cord set. It's a beautiful mint cream color. You'll see it on their Instagram. Uh, there's a girl there posing in front of the, the Dubai eye and it is stunning. It's a top that kind of wraps at the front. So it's going to be super flattering and the skirt is ruched and it is my absolute fave. It's called Muse and it's a cord set and it's 180 dirhams. Um, that girl that's standing in front of the Dubai eye, she works for me. Shout out to Laura. <laughs> She's my, one of my execs. Laura is gorgeous. She's she so looks gorgeous. absolutely beautiful. And if I look like Laura, I basically wouldn't wear any clothes. I know, right? So me just too. putting it out there. Laura's gorge. Well, thank you so much to our amazing sponsor, The Golden Hour. Thank you, Golden Hour. So... Hi ladies, I'm so embarrassed to ask this, but I'm 35 and I'm I still struggle with going on top. Holy crap, I feel like a heifer when I get on top and never know if what I'm doing feels good for the guy. Do you have any tips and techniques? Thank you so much. First of all, fucking ignore Ooh. what the guy, like it's not about the guy when you go on top, that is for sure. Obviously you want to be stimulating him as well, but it's, don't get that out of your head that you're doing it to try and make him feel good. Obviously, I'd I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, Fiona, because I think you're a lot more adept and um, you know, you've got you've got a lot more confidence with going on top. Like, what are your thoughts in the matter? I'll weigh in with my side, but I think that you're a lot more of a pro. Okay, so first of all, let's just talk, let's just go into tech, before we go into like self-confidence and whatever, let's genuinely talk about like tips and techniques. Because <clears throat> I feel like a lot of the time when people ask these questions, I, you know, you hear answers like, oh, it's all about having confidence within yourselves. It's like, yes, it is. But also with going on top, there is a technique. So oh, I'm going to have to, I always want to try and demonstrate, but then I'm going to have to use my words. So first of all, number one, going on top. 
<clears throat> you have to be extremely wet. Otherwise, uh -huh. it's going to be uncomfortable. If you don't feel like you're wet enough, get some lube. That's my number one tip. And you can know that by feeling yourself before you go on top. There's nothing wrong with that. Just checking. Number two, I think a lot of girls worry about trying to sit up when you're straddling a guy, but actually sometimes either holding onto a headboard or actually putting your hands so your tits are flopping in their face is not a bad shout either. Because sometimes when, if girls feel like, because you know, like, of course, from watching porn and whatnot, the girls are always sitting up, but that's because it's a camera thing. It's not anything else. So <clears throat> obviously there are two ways to do it. If you are on top and you want to sit up I would suggest put it placing your hands on the guy's thighs so you're like secure and stable if you are in front lying down on them that's also okay now the hip action I believe is a rock forward up and down forward up and down not just up and down, because that's not going to do anything for you. And it's not a forward and back, so it's not going to do anything for him. You have to combine the both. Because then by going forward, it's good for you. Up and down, it's good for him. So it's like, it's a forward, up and down movement. And it's actually much easier, to be honest with you, if you've got your hands uh, down, like down. If you're lying, like almost like you're lying on top of him. So I think what you're trying to say there, Fiona, um, is grinding rather than bouncing. Grind and rather than bounce. <clears throat> yeah. And but do you know what? I think the bouncing bounce. thing. Yeah, a bit of bounce. But I think that's where a lot of women are thrown off because they're bouncing. But it's when I bounce up and down, like up, down, up, down, as opposed to forward and aft, I don't, I don't, not, I don't get anything. Can you put from your that. mic There's down? No I'm literally getting, I'm getting like, um, I'm oh, getting. Oh shit! Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I, I'm, um, I don't get that much clitoral stimulation with the mm. bounce. Whereas when you're grinding, like that's when you're going to achieve maximum clitoral stimulation. Mm. And yes, a little bit of bounce, of course. But the whole point of this is, it should feel good for you, you know, and ask your partner to take the lead as well that's what I find as well if I'm not really if I'm not really too sure what to do and if it's if you know he's enjoying it or not like I'll ask him to take the lead so yeah. I'll lean over him and then he can kind of do what he needs to do with me just kind of poised on top if that makes sense yeah sometimes and they're just like they will do the, the the fucking let's say exactly and what I really like Fiona the tip is um yeah not you don't have to be necessarily the woman doesn't have to be erect the whole time as in sitting up erect um leaning down is actually a, for me anyways a lot more comfortable and I feel a lot less self-conscious when I'm hanging over and you're right like your boobs are in their face like that's so enjoyable for the guy as well mm. and also you can my biggest tip personally is feel free to take your hand and yes. put your fingers down there. And if you're not loving the rhythm or the rhythm isn't really getting you where you need to go, but you're still enjoying it, put your hand down there and give yourself a little, give yourself a little rub and to help and yourself along. And 
men love that too so it's I good also for both think, of us <clears throat> I also think that sometimes what is really good is if you're on top and you do want to sit up and you because you know I'm an exhibitionist so I sometimes like to sit up I sometimes what I do is get their thumb put it in my mouth and suck their thumb and then put their thumb on my clit so they can have a little nice. rub because then they're yeah, getting involved in it bloody interesting yeah um how do you how do you <coughs> feel about reverse car girl i find it really really hard but okay. what is good is front curl cowgirl so you're literally doing the same action so you're like this i wish we could film this so you're like oh my god if my neighbors hang on wait i'm gonna shut my curtains they can see me so you're like this right because you're uh-huh. doing okay, so everyone knows reverse cowgirls when you're basically sitting on the guy, but you're like facing the other way, facing their feet. Yeah. So I look like I'm like in a leapfrog position, and you're literally like bouncing up and down like this, but you've got your feet yeah. placed on the bed instead of your knees. That is also that also takes a lot of fucking energy. It does. And for me personally, I'm very self-conscious about my stomach at the minute. And that would just be like a accordion of stomach fat. <laughs> like a little fat toad as opposed to leapfrog. So I, and do you know what? You might be surprised toad of to total. Toad of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love some toad of the hole. I, I love toad of like the hole. Do you remember our mom just make a tuna in the hole? What the fuck even is tuna in the hole? Is it like a Yorkshire pudding with sausages and gravy? Yeah. <laughs> Who invented tuna in the hole? Getting across the point. I'm going to go to Marxies and see if I can get some tonight. I used to love a bit of reverse card girl. Um, like I said, I think I used to be a lot more um, sexually experimental. I haven't tried reverse cowgirl um, because of like, I don't know, anal issues or whatever. I just... Oh, you know what I mean like my little flag I need to address that for sure um but I actually thoroughly enjoy a little bit of reverse cowgirl because I feel like it ensures so much clitoral stimulation that like for me anyways it's just a a guaranteed like climax position but really I've I don't know I get really tired if I'm doing reverse cowgirl for too long I like to I like you know to be honest with you I only do it if I'm really really drunk and also the guy has to have a big enough penis because otherwise it won't Stretch in there. That is very true. And here's another thing, and Fiona, you've definitely suggested this before, and it's one of my top tips for going on top. Um, you know, he doesn't have to be lying down. Sit on the sofa. Yeah. Have a bottle of wine. Like, I don't know. Watch something on Netflix, and then just crawl on top. <clears throat> and then you have got so much support. You've got the sofa underneath you. You've got the back of the sofa to grab onto. He's sitting in a, you know, more erect position. It just means that it's, and there's a lot of closeness in that position as mm. well. You can literally be in, like fully engulfed in each other. Um, So totally if you agree. are slightly adverse, yeah, if you're slightly adverse to going on top for the reasons of, you know, what we've clearly stipulated here, do it on the sofa in a chair um, or on the side of the bed with him sitting erect and upright and, you know, just wrap your legs around him and I think that's also really really yeah, nice it, I think as women we just feel so goddamn self-conscious yeah. and with our boobs and our stomachs and god knows what else but let me tell you something if you're on top of a man 
and his penis is inside of you and you are grinding, I can tell you with the utmost authority that he is not focusing on your belly rolls or your saggy boobs. He is just looking at a woman on top of him thinking, holy shit, this woman is riding the life out of me and it's amazing. And we need to remind ourselves of that. 100%. And I think that um, what you... I don't know why I've just decided to start grabbing my boobs whilst we're having this conversation. They're lovely Holding boobs. My boobs. You're entitled. Do you like my bra? It's from... Uh, like it. It's really so Oh, that's very sexy. Black, lacy. Is that like a... It's like it's a proper quite, support lo- It's a bit longer. Yeah, yeah it's because... Um, I basically... Because my boobs are so massive, it needs like a harness to keep them up. So I got it from. Um... Oh, Can you see my nice. bra? It's a sports it's bra, like... and it's been ripped on the side because my dog basically has eaten all of my clothes, and I have a cheek to talk about not really feeling sexy whenever this is how I dress and act like a fucking slob. I feel like a sloth, and ugh, honestly, I just need to readdress this issue because I complain about the spark, and. Sometimes I feel like I do myself no goddamn favours. I do not mm. have a child. I'm not raising a family. And yet I'm walking around the house mm. with a sports bra that's been half demolished by my dog. What the fuck? I Hannah? can understand. And you're sitting I... there with that beautiful, sexy little bra on and I feel like a behemoth. But you know, though, I, I've, like a I've, I've given myself... because. Um, I understand why you're dressed like that because you work from home and I used to dress like that in the UK all the time because, you know, I was working from home. But now I've decided that I I only allow myself to wear leggings if I'm working from home. Like twi- twice a week I allow myself leggings because I feel like otherwise, like today, I actually didn't have, I had like one one or two meetings. I had one, I had two meetings, one or two. I had two meetings today. Um which I could totally have gone in my leggings for and the rest of the time I was at home. But I purposefully wore clothes, went to my meetings. And when I came back, I didn't change back into my leggings because I haven't got makeup on today or anything, but like at least I got dressed because I feel like I, for the past two weeks, I felt really a bit gross. Like I haven't really been going to the gym. I I had like two weeks off the gym and I felt like, I felt gross, you know, I felt gross about my body. And then do you know what? I was like, I got back to the gym, started putting on proper clothes. Like I went and like got my nails done and like I did something for myself and I instantly feel sexier and I feel so much better about myself. I feel more confident to go on a date with this sexy fucking silver fox. I can't, oh, he's still fox number two. What are we gonna do? Shit. I I think else. I think he's exceedingly handsome and I think you're going to have an absolutely great time with him. But you're 100% right, Fiona. You know, everything feeds in and, you know, life is a circle and everything feeds into, you know, everything else. And since I've come back from Dubai, I have felt probably, what, three weeks ago, I have not been able to shake this cold. Um, I feel like I've just been on a constant fucking flame cycle. I haven't been to the gym in months I obviously when I'm not going to the gym I'm like fuck it I'm just going to eat like McDonald's and pizza every single day and it's such a vicious cycle and I don't feel sexy and I know I need to go to bed early wake up early do my journaling do my meditation give thanks for the abundance that I have get my fucking arse to the gym and doing all these things increases my self-esteem increases my self-worth it increases my fucking sex appeal and my libido 
yet as humans i just feel like lunacy runs through our veins that we know something makes us feel good and we actively self-sabotage and choose not to do it so i've allowed myself to like roll around in this funk for the last couple of weeks and i'm trying to be really kind and gentle with myself fiona i felt like absolute shit i'm sure you can hear it my voice i'm really congested but i don't feel too bad today the last week or so i've been in fucking pain and i'm just feeling awful being gentle with myself and saying right that's fine you don't feel good and that's completely understandable but from tomorrow fiona i have to give myself a kick up the arse because nobody is coming to do it for me and anybody listening to this let me tell you something please listen nobody is coming to do it for you nobody is coming to hand you things on a platter The guy in the gym is not going to come and wrap your door down and drag you to the gym. You know that that these things make you feel good. Whether it's your meditation, whether whether it's your self-care, your healthy eating, masturbating, talking, communicating, whatever it may be. You know what makes you feel good and only you can be the person that has enough self-care and self-compassion to get off your own arse and do these motherfucking things. Rant over. That was all directed at myself, by the way. I feel like I was vicariously having a rant at our uh, listeners, but actually I'm just having a rant at myself because I've gotten really pissed off at myself of recent because I've just been like a fucking slug. But... It's okay, been in lockdown for however long. It's time now though, it's time now, Laura, to put that to one side. And it's you need to get your you need to get your self-esteem and your sexy back. You're in a new stage yeah. in your career and things like going to the gym, don't go because you're trying to lose weight, go because it makes you feel good. Like for me, I know that this week I can only go to the gym twice. I know that, and I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna beat myself up and try and go every single day. If I go to the gym twice this week, I know my mood will be in a totally different place. I'll feel like my body has had, you know, and I've got like, uh, basically my friend Gemma, our friend Gemma is arriving tomorrow night. It's my birthday this week. And I feel like, I know I'm gonna be drinking probably like three days in a row, but if I get to the gym, it will be cool. Um, So I think that, and then I'll feel more confident. I will feel so much more sexy. And it, I, and I know that two, two times in the gym is not going to make me lose weight, but it will make me feel good. Absolutely. And I think that's what and you have to... That's the thing. We all know it and I know it. I'm of relative intelligence. Mm-hmm. I know these things. It's just trying to give myself the slap in the face. Um, and it's that, you know, thing where you're trying to get back to the gym and you know the first couple of sessions are like hell on earth. Mm-hmm. But then you get into your flow and you get into your stride and you find your mojo. And then you notice that like your clothes fit a little bit better. And then that's when the vicious circle becomes a virtuous circle. It's just trying to dig deep for those first few days or mm-hmm. weeks. But I'm a big fucking girl and I just need to do it. And I know it's going to have such a positive knock-on effect. Um, and anybody listening uh, in the UK and Ireland, Europe at large at the minute, let's be honest, the winter can be oh, a bit a of a depressing time back at home. And I haven't lived... Uh, in Ireland in 12 years and Fiona I feel like it's hit me like a ton of bricks 
yes I've experienced winter but it's when I've come home for Christmas mm. and everybody's in brilliant form and it's like you know the festivities reign supreme now it's just like the dark nights and the cold have have, have drastically affected my mood and I'm trying to find these pockets of joy and gratitude throughout the day that kind of like diminish that feeling of like a seasonal affective disorder that is really common at home and really trying to you know romanticize the dark nights by lighting candles and like getting snuggly and like buying lovely fairy fuzzy blankets and things like that but I feel like this is like what my life is now reduced to and I, I have to be honest it's it's taking a little bit of a toll does anybody else feel like that in the UK and Ireland can you please let me know am I the only person what do you guys do to manage and best utilize the winter like any anything at all I would genuinely love to hear from you drop us a dm on in the, what the fuck is it again Love Bites podcast. I during the winter, I just I I embraced it. Like I, but also I'm really someone that enjoys alone time and the winter. I okay. I I enjoyed. I just embraced it, and I was wearing loungewear, and I just would wrap myself in a blanket and watch a crime documentary for for an entire weekend. But I also was someone that was waking up at five in the morning to start work. So I was like exhausted by the time I was getting into, I was going to sleep at 8 p.m. So I'd miss quite a lot. Of okay, it. and that's what I need to start doing. And you know what, Fiona, I love that about you. And, you know, I've gleaned a lot from you and our friendship over the years, a lot. Um, I come to you with a lot of things on a professional and a personal level. One thing I love about you is that love that you have for your own, um, you know time with yourself i personally recharge through with other people spending time with other people so i guess that's why it is a bit of a struggle with it the is. dark nights because yeah. like i haven't left the house today besides to see a friend and i really i feel ill so i just wanted to have a day just watching movies working a bit and spending time with the dog and i feel so much guilt for doing that because I just feel like what the hell you just lay, lay in the house all day you like stop being so bloody lazy and get up and do things that are productive so but that is productive I guess though, I really admire doing. that quality I know I know it's just 36 years of being up and out and doing mm. things and seeing people and you know when I go out Fiona during the day I just don't go to one person I can stop by five or six people and that's exhausting, but at least I feel productive. But I have to change the narrative here that that yeah. sometimes is so counterproductive because I feel ill at the end. I feel exhausted. I feel yeah, mentally so drained. And I really need to take solace in actually spending time with myself. And if I want to lie on the sofa all day and not get changed out of my dressing gown, then that's also for me mm. with how I'm feeling, the highest form of self-care. Self-care, yeah, it's it's honestly the best. Like, I mean, last weekend, I did I did work last weekend, but also for the during the days, me and my housemate just sat there and just watched Tiger King and we didn't move and it was brilliant. And it's the way it's I know you want to recharge around other people, but you're also just putting on a show for like six hours and you're probably repeating the same stories because people will be like, Oh, like 
how's work? And you're telling them, and then you go to the next person, they're like, oh, how's work? And then you're telling them. When actually, you can just go see one friend if it's going to recharge you, and then enjoy the time by yourself. And just, you've got to also learn to enjoy your own company as well. Yeah. And I'm can almost reckon, too good at it. Where yeah, but I love that about you. You know, you, you say that, but you're also like one of the most gregarious, sociable people. Can I make a recommendation for you, Fiona? Um, well, yeah. Actually, to anybody listening right now, um, I'm so aware that I sound so nasally and I really do apologize. No, you don't. It probably sounds disgusting. Are you sure? No, no. you don't. I have invested in the Cam app. Oh, yes. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I have. So, yeah, CAM, C-A-L-M. And I think I got a one-year subscription for, like, well, the guts of 20 pounds, 20, 30 pounds thereabouts. But, Fiona, it is such a game-changer for me. So, I don't know if you've got issues falling asleep at night, but they have these amazing sleep stories. Um, and I've previously, to the I Stephen was, like, Fry going one. on the... Oh, he's amazing. The lavender fields of yeah. uh, the south of France so beautiful and um, there's so many sleep stories on there an array of meditations and of course meditations take so many different forms so if you're feeling anxious in the morning or if you need uh you know if you want to build your self-confidence there's an array of things and there's master classes so if I'm working instead of turning on like this morning or loose women which I love by the way but sometimes I try to be a little bit more productive um they have a series of master classes on there. So like, you know, referring to, you know, how we're addicted to our technology or extolling the, the, you know, the great things of stoicism, which is so interesting. I'm not sure if that's something that you've investigated, but like how the stoics um, live their lives. And it's all about oh, basically remaining steadfast in the face of adversity. Anyways, listen, if anybody wants to invest in their self-development a little bit, I highly, highly recommend the Calm app. My God, they should totally sponsor this episode. What the hell? Um, know, right? Invest in the Calm app. It will be money well spent. Um, it's a great little self-development and self-care companion. And I've, 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 taken advantage of it massively within the last week or two and it's something that i highly recommend well we just went on a massive tangent we were we were supposed to be giving tips on how to go on top to be fair we gave quite a lot of tips i think we give quite a lot of tips let's summarize grind with a little bit of bounce don't let the focus be on the bouncing grind with the bounce forward to aft forward to aft because that is ensuring your clitoral stimulation forward bend forward over. up and then back forward up back yeah like a, a sexy grind like grind i'm doing a motion right now that's kind of like a wiggle like a sexy wiggle and um, the key is clitoral stimulation if you're not being mm. clitorally stimulated take your hand Take your fingers, take his fingers, take a vibrator, reach down there and give yourself a little helping hand. Absolutely. Lean over, let your tip tits flop in their face. That's they love great. it. They, they love that shit. the lead. Yeah, if you're feeling exhausted, lean over and let him take your hips and let him ride you from beneath when you po- with you poised over the top. And what else did we say? I think that's it basically fucking enjoy it as well and stop with the self-consciousness because men just love a woman on top riding they don't give a shit about the saggy tits etc etc the whole point of going on top is to have 
bloody fun. Exactly. And if you've, you know what? If there's any tips that have really worked for you, please let us know. Drop us a DM on Instagram. And what is our Instagram, Laura? Come on. Our our Instagram is lovebites podcast underscore. Woo! Now that you mention it, <laughs> sorry. Right. Sorry about the little short break in between. <laughs> but we will see you next week. Or he, not see you. We'll be with you next week. God, I'm tired. I'm going to have to go. Gee you later. <laughs> Gee you later.